This is Denver's Dollars and Cents Radio Show, helping you build and enjoy the retirement you deserve. If you're looking for a better way to pursue your financial goals, the team at Hampshire Wealth Management is here to offer clear financial guidance to help you towards a more secure and successful future. Have a question for the team? Connect now at hwealth.org or call 720-706-8787. Now, Denver's Dollars and Cents on 630 KHOW. Denver's talk station. And Denver's Dollars and Cents show is brought to you and sponsored by Hampshire Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor in the state of Colorado. Troy Hampshire, founder and managing partner, is also a fiduciary and investment advisor. And for years, Troy and Lori Hampshire have been helping families just like yours get ready to live life in retirement. Their wisdom and advice have helped many folks just like you, and that's why we get together every week. Troy, Lori, how are you? Good morning, good morning, Bill. Doing great. We're good. happy, happy to be here. Yep, got my coffee. Everything is good with the world. Got to <laughs> have that. Caffeine is a yeah, must. The fuel for the tank, so to speak. At least coffee is not yet five bucks a gallon. We'll get into that later. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> all right, all right. Coming up on the show today, the things, right, we'll get into that later, as well as uh, we're going to talk a little bit about inflation because it is officially at a 40-year high. So how can we combat that? We're going to talk to Troy and Lori about some of their ideas. Uh, the R word is coming up in financial conversations. How do you recession-proof your portfolio? Also, we're going to share a few tips on how to spring clean your financial life. And uh, it's it's that time of year. March Madness is here. It's a fun time of year for college hoops fans. But do you pay as much attention to your tax bracket as you do your basketball bracket? We're going to talk to Troy and Lori about that, too. And, I do. A whole yeah. heck of a lot more. Yeah, I, I don't even know what the bracket of, of basketball is, so I'm out of that conversation. We'll explain it to you during the program Thank you. today. Gosh, can we talk about shoes and shopping sometime on this show? <laughs> we need an extra girl. Thought we had. Maybe we can squeeze it in there. Yeah. Bill will figure in, out yeah. a way. Sure. Who writes these shows anyway? Because there's nothing that I can relate to. Hang on. Note to self. Next week, let's talk, let's talk about shoes product. Shoes and shopping. Prada. 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 I could do, I could do it. what that is. All I know is the devil wears it. That's all I know about Prada. <laughs> right. Okay, sh- shame on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but uh, apparently in January, uh, the U.S. had 11.3 million open jobs. That's according to the latest Labor Department data, higher than economists had expected and just shy of the record of 11.4 million from December. So apparently a lot of folks still not working. Where so- are they getting their money is what I want to know. Yeah, there's there's definitely an offset of, I mean, we've got low unemployment, right? People are trying to hire help workers right now into the workforce. I mean, you can you don't have to go very far to your you know local favorite restaurant, right? Lori, we just went out for brunch last week, and they said this is the last Sunday we'll be open for brunch, and it's it's been our favorite. It's a little low cost diner, and a they low cost diner. Did you just call it? Yeah. Oh. I don't think it's very low cost, but it is amazing. And I don't think well, I'd call it a Compared to a fancy diner. brunch. I so, mean, it's, so Bill, there's this place called Parkway that we've, we've gone to forever in a day. Uh-huh. And, and it's sad because I will say Saturdays and Sundays are one of the best brunches. That I think it's fantastic. So, But because they don't have enough staff, they have to close it down starting. We tried to hire more people. So the alternative is to not have burnout of their current workforce they're just closing the doors on Sundays to give them time with their families. Wow. It's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, my, it's, it's really sad. My wife and I tried to go out for our anniversary, which was on a Monday, and 
uh, it was really hard to find a restaurant that was open on Monday because everybody really? shut down, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, that that wasn't the places I wanted to take her that had a drive-thru. But, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's? I'm, yeah. I'm kidding. Just kidding. I, I, didn't know that was a, I didn't know that was a trend that restaurants were closing on Monday. It yes. makes more sense than Sunday, though, because you wouldn't think Monday would have as much traffic as Sundays do. Now, so. when I was growing up, barbershops were closed on, on Mondays. <laughs> I don't know why, but okay, it was a that thing. That is a random bit of no, news. It, it was, I mean, it used to be a thing, but, you know, it, it, it's, it's a very interesting economic environment that we live in from the workforce to inflation, and, and we're going to talk about all that today here on the program because it is actually affecting people everywhere you turn right now. Good news is, is we've got some proven solutions that you can implement now to help yourself uh, you know, if there is a recession, if there is a continued conflict in Ukraine, we have increased energy prices and gas pump issue. I mean, you know, people right now, I mean, we're seeing memes and jokes that, you know, folks are taking a mortgage to fill their tank. Right. Uh, so but here's the good news. There are strategies. And when things are going great, inflation is low. People are working and, the, you know, the markets are on the rise. People tend to procrastinate and not really prepare for when that turns, and it will always turn, and we're there. So right now it's relevant, and, and we've got some great information to share on the program today. Yeah, speaking of that, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but apparently gas prices so bad, even Tom Brady had to go back to work. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well... Thank you, thank you. Uh, yes. yeah, thank you very much. God, where's my rim yeah. shot when I need one? God, <laughs> but, you, but in a serious note, though, you were talking about all the financial issues that we're facing, and, and of course, there's even more financial fallout happening now from Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Goldman Sachs is the first major Wall Street mm -hmm. firm that closed up shop in Russia, even though Russia's not a, a huge part of their global banking business, but... Bloomberg reporter Sonali Basik says that there is still reason for some serious concern. A lot of these large Russian companies that have relied on these big investment banks to issue debt are now at crosshairs with investors who are really worried about their debt repayments. Yeah. So it is enormous, the risk of default in a lot of these firms. How, how do you guys see economic sanctions and moves like this affecting the U.S. economy? And, and, and should average investors be as concerned as everybody else? Well, the quick answer is yes, investors should be concerned because there's, you know, it, it, it's a ripple effect or a domino effect, if you will. And as we watch these events play out in real time and the markets are showing, you know, they're, they're responding in real time, day to day, the markets are, are acting, you know, behaving in a very schizophrenic way, if you will. Uh, but they will, it, it has made its way to Main Street at this point. And when we have a global, a geopolitical event like this, and you know, I'll, I'll backstep here in a few minutes, uh, uh, pre-invasion uh, of Ukraine, because we were dealing with high inflation post-COVID at that point, right? But now we add this new mega headwind in there, it's going to affect folks, it is affecting people. And here's what I'm talking about. First of all, you know, the NATO countries uh, are getting together and throwing sanctions on Russia, right? Which has to happen. I mean, this, you know, those poor folks in, in Ukraine, that has to happen. And we turn on the television at night and we see the impact that it has on the country of Russia, the citizens of Russia. 
But what, what about outside their borders? What about here in the United States? How are these sanctions going to affect us? Well, we think, gosh, we're not going to buy uh, gas and fuel and, and oil from Russia anymore. Uh, so that's a good thing, right? Well, yeah, I mean, we're not really dependent upon Russia for our oil or our fuel, but we also don't live in a uh, just a national economy. We live in a global economy, so everything affects everything else. And I think the biggest risk to investors right now isn't the fact that certain companies are pulling out of Russia, like, for example, McDonald's. McDonald's just announced that they are closing 847 of their stores in that country. Well, that's a good thing, right? Well, maybe if you own McDonald's stock or your mutual fund uh, has a, a sizable holding in McDonald's stock, that could have a, a negative impact on that. So that's just a small example. But when we narrow it down to oil and gas and energy, try to think of something that's not immediately affected. And my firm belief is if this conflict doesn't reach some point of resolution here within the next several weeks, we're not going to be able to stop the impact on the average investor here in the United States and around the world. There's nothing that we buy, nearly nothing that we purchase in the way of products and goods that doesn't require fuel, oil, energy, be it uh, shipping, be it air travel, be it uh, the trucking industry, right? I mean, everything. So we're going to see the spillover on every shelf that we're shopping for goods. We, we see it immediate at the pump because that industry, uh, it, it behaves on its own and we're seeing it now. But the longer this lasts, it is going to carry over uh, to almost every aspect of her lives. You know, Bill, what's interesting actually is that he's, Troy's talking about this. Um, and usually when people call, they're like, you know, we need to, we need to get you guys to put together a retirement plan for us, or we need an income or we're about to retire and we need some help with it. But I'm not kidding you more often than not these days I come into his office or it carries over into home. So after dinner, he's talking to his friends or, or clients are calling during the day. And this is the stuff that Troy is talking about the sanctions and how it's going to affect the U.S., not that it already hasn't, but how it will continue to affect the U.S. And this really is what on, is on people's minds. So it's a it's a good indicator of what will happen. There's a lot of voices. I think he's heard a lot from his friends and, and even clients, some radical kind of um, what could be conspiracies. Right. But it's almost more so I'm hearing as much as when I, you know, from him, what, what can we do about retirement plan or investments or how are my investments versus, you know, what is going on in America or in Russia today that's going to affect America? So, I mean, they're both they're legitimate and it's definitely on the forefront. But I'm going to just step in a minute and put in um, our number to call. If you care to talk to Troy about sanctions or if you no. need a retirement evaluation, portfolio evaluation, here's the number to call 720 706 8787. You can call that number today or anytime during the week at 720-706-8787. So one of the differences in what's playing out right now worldwide in relation to, let's say we go back to 2008, most folks uh, vividly remember 2008, right? I mean, the average drop in share price in the New York Stock Exchange was 43%. And that was a bloodbath. And, but we didn't see that coming, right? We're in the midst of this. My best advice is this. What's happening is real. 
there's no guarantees that it's going to go away any time soon. And so my advice right now, more so than ever, we know what's in front of us. Uh, we know the challenges that this presents. In fact, you know, we talk about the just the sticker price of things, of food and gas and, and you know, a pair of jeans or, you know, whatever, a vacation, a plane ticket. We talk about those things in a singular way. But this could have a long-term impact on employers, small businesses, uh, being able to charge what they need to charge to stay in business. And it could lead to higher unemployment. And I don't mean to be a, a doomsdayer, but I'm being a realist. And so my best advice is now is prime time to get a review. Do I need rebalance? Do I have enough safe assets so I can sleep well enough at night while my growth assets remain in the market. Because one of the biggest knee-jerk reactions that investors make, uh, historically speaking, when something like this happens, especially the ones that are ill-prepared. Well, I'm not prepared and I'm worried. Now I'm a year from retirement. I've lost $70,000 in my 401k. They start entertaining the all-in or all-out decision because what other decisions do they have without that knowledge? And there are options for you, but you have to invest the time in your financial future. And it's not, uh, right now, couldn't be a more critical time, a more important time to reevaluate where you're at. Are you invested within your risk tolerance? Has your time horizon changed? In other words, and I'm talking right now to everybody who is within 18 months of that target retirement date, you do not want to wait. You need to evaluate as soon as possible and look at the amount of risk. Do you need to rebalance your portfolio? Do you need to reassess your risk? Uh, do you need safer assets? If you're going to be drawing income from that nest egg, how would you feel right now if you're drawing a sizable amount of income from the portfolio that's down 15% right now. That's how folks lose sleep. The good news is, is by being proactive, by investing some time uh, in your financial future, you can uh, avert some of these massive headwinds and the fallout that they can cause. And so, Lori, if you wanna get the phone number out there again, I, I just think that right now there's, there's so many things at play. And listen, I hope and pray that this crisis is averted we find a solution for it for all these people because if not the whole world will be impacted you know i was just going to say that it's unfortunate when we are we do have influxes of calls from people from the radio and referrals and um and such that that they're calling because there's a sense of urgency something like this where it's it's a it's a indicator in the world there's something wrong going on with the world i feel like we get influxes of calls for people who want us to review what they have or maybe their um, current financial advisors are not calling them back or not making them feel comfortable about where they're at that it's it's great for us i mean shoot we love it we love to you know talk to new people and and um, get to help new people but it is a influx of people just because of what's going on in the world today but that number to call again 720-706-8787 720-706-8787 i i want to share a really good example of from this week 
So one of our longtime clients uh, had scheduled their mom and dad to come in because they had been with one of the big box stores for many, many years, and they're worried. I mean, they, you know, they're like anybody else. You open your statement and you look at where do your eyes go first, right at the bottom line. Wow, that's what I had last month. This is what I have now. So they called their advisor and they said, we're worried. And the advisor responded to them, well, welcome. So is everybody else. What do you want me to do about it? Literally, that was their response. He says, well, what I'd like to do, Phil said, I would like to come in and have a meeting and review where we're at. We're not taking face-to-face meetings right now. And I will say, Phil and Gloria, they're old school. They want to sit down with a human being. And I don't think there's anything wrong with expecting that, right? Because they're paying somebody, some company, some firm to manage that. And that comes with a relationship. That's what we believe. That's what I believe. And that's what we built our practice on. And so they said, Phil, you can just schedule a Zoom call. He's like, I don't do Zoom. (laughs) And so long story short, they're not clients of that company anymore. But, you know, right now, relationships are important. And we've built our practice on the belief that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And right now, people need that advisor-client relationship more than ever. They need transparency, honesty. What do you believe is going to happen? Am I in the right place? Am I headed for disaster? Uh, just saying, hey, you know, boy, welcome to the, to the party. Everybody's, you know, worried too. That's not really an answer, right? Because, Bill, you care about your financial future. Not that everybody else is worried. You care about yours. And that's what you're paying your advisor for. And that's what we bring to the table. So right now, it's very important just to come, even if you don't know the questions to ask, you just want to say, hey, take a look and point me in the right direction. Am I set up for success? Do I have an all-weather strategy? Do I need more of an all-weather strategy to navigate these times? Because listen, if you're worried now, there's good chance you may be more worried here in another two, three, four, five weeks. You know what's interesting? One of our mantras again is, what was it? People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Thank you. So I was just, <laughs> I, was just um, I, I meant to say this. We were talking about Parkway really quick. So last week we were at the Parkway at the restaurant that we go to a lot. And our waitress comes up and says, hey, where was a random question? Where was your first date? And, and Troy looked at her and said, well, trappers. And she pointed over to the bartender and said, she sat you on your first date. 15 years ago. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Okay. Now that's really good customer service. Like how she remembered that. If I'm driving in my car listening to this program right now, I'm going, what are they talking about? Okay. Well, it's an interesting story. I mean, (laughs) number one, that's a good memory from 15 years ago. So, but, but on the other hand, what I'm saying is, is that is the coolest relationship. I mean, I, I will always like Ashley from the Parkway. I mean, after that, how do you remember stuff like that? Well, you know what? People should have that relationship, more of a relationship with their financial advisor to actually be paying attention and listening and thinking of you as a person and not, not an account number. So if that's what you are wanting or if that's what you're needing with your financial representative or advisor, please give us a call. Give us an opportunity to review what you have and where you need to be. Don't take you know off of your retirement if you want to retire at the end of this year don't think okay i'm gonna have to do the middle of next year instead make your plans and let us help you with those plans give us a call 720-706-8787 again 
800-800-8787. And, and actually, a lot of what you're talking about, it, it leads to the next thing that I wanted to bring up. Of course, uh, it is uh, spring weekend. Spring has sprung. Ooh, spring. And, I love uh, when the sun comes out. I love the weather, but I dread the honeydew list. <laughs> a lot of us do the spring cleaning thing, right, around the house every year. Because it's nice to get the windows open and clean stuff up. But I wanted to ask you guys, if if we were to spring clean our financial life, and Troy, you started to mention some of the stuff that you guys look at when folks come in, what, what steps would be involved? Well, reviewing annually is is a must. It, it really is. You know, it's no different than going to the dentist, getting well checks, and, you know, just it, it's healthy. And for your financial life right now, people are a little bit more tuned into what's going on than normal. And so spring cleaning when it comes to your financial life, and I know, Lori, you've got a list there that you'd like to share because this stuff is important. And then uh, I'll, I'll let you get to that, but I'd like to also talk about maybe a different version of spring cleaning for those that are getting ready to retire over the next year. All right, well then I'm gonna be real quick on my list, all right? So obviously costs are at, up on basically everything. Expect them to go up on in your budget. So double checking your budget right now, maybe making cuts where you can because you might not be able to make cuts in some other places. Um, obviously gas is a huge, huge thing and it's gonna continue to be that way. And everything is transported in a truck these days so it's got to be trans it's got to be transported somehow so just even things at the grocery and stuff are going to get more expensive check your credit report i can mail at our office she's fantastic if you call our office she's probably the one who's answering but check your credit report i can't tell you how many times that we get clients calling in saying hey my credit card was hacked what do i do um so boy she's been through that a time or two with with our clients um Reviewing insurance policies, one of our clients just recently, Yvonne, uh, said, you know, you should put out something in a newsletter or in a Facebook post um, to, you know, encourage people to get their insurance policies reviewed. That's a that's a great idea. Also, if you want to go to hwealth.org and you can sign up for our Facebook. I know Troy's on Facebook a lot. So um, but good tips and stuff on on that. Obviously, another one we always hammer in. We could do a whole segment on this, but on your investment accounts and such, see if there's any beneficiaries that need to be updated. You know, maybe it's somebody who is past, maybe it's a girlfriend and you're married to another woman now. What? Or a previous wife or what have you. Well, it's happened. Okay. It's happened. People forget <laughs> to change their beneficiaries on the 401ks and whatnot, and that's that's a problem. So get your beneficiaries updated. You know, it's such a good thing this is not TV because if you could see how many times <laughs> Troy rolls his eyes no, at me. No, I'm just thinking about... The guy that's driving down the street right now, right down I-25. <laughs> Random thoughts And he's Lori. going, gosh, I hope my, my ex-girlfriend's not my beneficiary on my, you know, 401k or whatever. Uh-huh. He just kind of gave me a laugh. Uh-huh. Time, to, time to check. <laughs> Obviously, revisit updating financial plans. Revisit when you'd like to retire, what your goals are maybe with your spouse. And make sure those things can, can happen. Um, cost of travel. Shoot, we used to be able to fly to Phoenix for 60 bucks each way. I just checked the other day in middle of July when nobody wants to be there. It's like $550 to, to Phoenix when nobody went to, ugh, you may as well be in hell. It's like what, 120 degrees there. So I'm just saying, so lots of things for spring cleaning. And I know you only have a few more minutes. So go ahead, Troy. Yeah, Bill, are, see how, how fast I have to talk? How close are you? Can we ramble that, for 20 minutes. I got 30 seconds. <laughs> Uh, we're about uh, 60 seconds away. All right, perfect. So 
Yeah, on that note, when we did our financial spring cleaning this year, one of the things that we uncovered, we have four children, amazing children, knock on wood. One of them is going to be a senior in college next year. He's, he's going to school. He's going to be a history teacher. And after reviewing the costs next year versus this year, we had to rebalance, if you will, uh, or change. We had we the stopped contributed contributing. Now we have to continue fund, to contribute. Uh, but we wouldn't have known that. And you know, being proactive, it's kind of like if you go on vacation, you don't start planning the vacation on the way to the airport, and you don't want to start planning the retirement uh, the day after you retire. You don't, but people do, but you shouldn't. But you don't have to. And you don't have to. So give us a call, 720-706-8787. Again, somebody is standing by, or you can use the same number Monday through Friday, 720-706-8787. All right, guys, coming up. It's a fun time of year for college hoops fans, but do we pay as much attention to our tax brackets as we do the big show bracket? Well, we'll explain why that is important, and also inflation at a 40-year high so how do we combat that? We're going to talk to Troy and Lori about that as well. That and more coming up on Denver's Dollars and Cents radio show. Because you had to be a big shot, did you? You had to open up your mouth. You had to be a big shot, did you? All your friends were so knocked out. Welcome back to Denver's Dollars and Cents radio show. I'm Bill Seller along with Hampshire Wealth Management's Troy and Lori Hampshire. And of course... Billy Joel's Big Shot gets you up and going this morning. Good stuff for the weekend. Do you know that the uh, the first commercial CD, I mean compact disc, since we're talking finances, I don't want people to get confused, <laughs> was, was released in Japan in 1982, and it was Billy Joel's 52nd Street album? I don't know if you knew it, but this, this came off that. of that album, so... Yeah, good wow. stuff right there. I, I didn't... Both types of CDs are extinct now. <laughs> Both types of CDs are extinct. Isn't that a sad thing? So, you know what's interesting? And, um, Troy, I, you probably, well, I didn't know this. I was watching on the news when I got home earlier, week and a half ago or so. There is this, uh, I'm going to say vinyl shop down on Broadway, I think it is. Mm -hmm. It's called the Twist and Shout. It's been around for a long, long time, and it just changed hands ownership. Well, the funny thing was, I was watching this news thing, and... The, they were interviewing the owner who's been an owner for a long time. This is dating everybody, but his name was Paul, Ep or is Paul Epstein. And I'm looking at him going, that was my English teacher in junior high. I'm not lying. I feel like everything is going back like way too long, like 30 years. Then I decided to read about him because I'm like, you know, he's aged. It's obviously it's we're in a long time away. <laughs> he has right, but he still looks years? the same. And wow. but anyways, I'm so I swear it was the same one because then I was reading this article that he and his wife were teachers and then they bought this place. So this Paul Epstein used to be my teacher, and the only thing that I remember about him because he was only my teacher for about like a, a semester and um, during eighth grade, and he made us do. A report on what the song Desperado meant. So he brought in like these CDs and stuff. I mean, he was like the coolest teacher. And I'm only saying it's because it's vinyls and that's what he does. That's what the Twist and Shout, you know, whole thing is. So if you've been, if, you, if you're in Colorado and you know what Twist and Shout is, just let Paul Epstein know he was my eighth grade teacher for history or for, not for English, for English, not history, it was for English. 
There's my little. All righty then. You are listening to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show. You know they don't all have to go back to finances. That's all I'm saying. This do, was a guy who who made his impact on me. Do you think you know? he'll remember you the way the uh, the waitress no. did at the diner? Oh no, no, he would not remember me at all, at all. But he was a great teacher for a semester, or yeah. I think it was a half a semester. Anyways, yeah. it was West Middle School. All right. <laughs> Just letting you know. Not going to date myself as to win. Thank you. And uh, time. Well, there you go. So moving right along, it's uh, done. I'll leave the studio now. No, no, no. <laughs> it's uh, it's that time of year for a lot of people filling out their brackets, getting ready for the uh, the big dance, as they call it. And uh, do, who do you, do you guys have a bracket? Troy Laurie, do you guys fill these out or no? Stepping I, out of this one. No, <laughs> I I wanted to, and I've procrastinated. I've only done it once in my life. And so this was maybe six or seven years ago. And I thought, you know, everybody's talking about it. Lori, your sister does it all the time, and she does pretty well. And you take all the teams. So I did it when Warren Buffett, when his, uh, was it Rocket Mortgage or one of those companies that he owned, uh, you, you could do it, fill it out for free online. And if you won, it was $1 million. You remember that, Bill? Yeah, I yeah. didn't win. Yeah, I didn't either, but I thought I was going to. So I went and I, I invested, you know, a few minutes of my time and I filled out my bracket and the day the tournament started, I said, Lori, let's go to Buffalo Wild Wings. This is the start of something pretty big. I've got a really good feeling about this. This is my first bracket and I'm, you know, hey, when I go fishing, I take tartar sauce. So I'm like, all right, let's go. So we go to Buffalo Wild Wings and the game's on and I've, you know, my first game and it's on TV and before the food came, I was out. <laughs> before the food came, I was already out. So, and so that was sort of the beginning and the end of my bracketology career. Uh, but if I had to pick a team, let's go with the Cinderella. The How about who? the Wyoming oh. Cowboys? There you go. Wait, that's football, isn't it? Isn't that a college football team? Well, they have multiple <laughs> sports. Um, <laughs> most colleges are multi-sports. That is schools. dumb. Who else calls their college football team the same as their pro basketball? Oh, college. All of them. Oh. Like the Nebraska Cornhusker <laughs> football team is also their basketball team. is in Man, we're, oh. this is this is just getting good. Well, just let's, when you were I'm getting ready to turn the, to a different radio station, you're like, maybe I'll just stay here a little while longer. This is getting good. Oh my god! Well, who are these people? Um, see you, Buffaloes, or see you, Buffaloes? Yes. Okay, shoot. <laughs> All righty then. I'm so sorry. Wow. Well, if, if y'all don't good mind me, you're uh, pretty. if y'all don't mind me jumping on the horse here and no, it back in the right do. direction, please do help us. <laughs> the reason I even brought this up was because I, 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 I would bet you that if you ask anybody about their their brackets for the NCAA tournament, they're going to be able to tell you at least six or seven teams that they think could win it. Right. And mm -hmm. the question is. If Lori we ask didn't. those same people, <laughs> if we ask those same folks what tax bracket they're in, they probably couldn't answer it. As a matter of fact, a nerd wallet survey from a couple of years back said that nearly half of all Americans have no idea. And is it important that we do know this? And, and how do you help people get into a lower tax bracket once they get into retirement? Can that happen? Or of course it can, and it is important. But it's it it it's one of those things, Bill, that it becomes more important especially once you're in retirement, right? Because your resources are, are somewhat limited, more so you don't have the earned income coming in for most folks. And so it is important, but you know, once you're retired, all of a sudden, you know, for example, if you're over the age of 65, 
your income can dictate increases in your Medicare premiums, for example. And how many times have I received a phone call? They're like, uh, do you have any idea why my Medicare premium shot way up? Well, that's because two years ago, your income was too high, according to Uncle Sam. Uh, so those are the things that, you know, when I talk about being proactive, having a plan and uh, being organized, doing your annual spring cleaning and reevaluating and reviewing, uh, it uncovers these things before they become a, wish I would have known that, <laughs> you know, before it becomes a whoops because we don't get do-overs and so it, it it is important maybe not that you can rattle off well i'm in the you know 28.5 percent you know or whatever but it's important to understand how your different sources of income are taxed and if you have options in retirement of different types of income over other types of income that may be taxed differently those are important things and, and we have those conversations when we do an initial review with somebody one of the components of that review is what are your income sources uh and you know after looking at the big picture many times there are ways and strategies that if simply implemented it can put you in a friendlier tax environment in retirement because a tax is a tax we pay it and the money's gone you can't you know call uncle sam and say i didn't even know about this uh you have that and then there are other strategies when it comes to taxes I know nobody likes to talk about tax, especially this time of the year, but you know, there's a lot of folks right now because real estate values are high. They're, they're elevated, which is a good thing, right? So a lot of folks that have second or third properties or maybe they had an investment property, hey, now's a good time to sell. We've been looking to get rid of this thing and they sell. And then we get a, uh, what do I do about this capital gains tax bill that's coming next April? Well, let's talk about that and strategize. What should we do? And so, yeah, the tax is a component is one piece of the overall uh, big picture, but it's an important one that if you're not having it with your advisor or your tax uh, preparer, you should be having it. All right. Give us a call either now, uh, today, or throughout the week. It's 720-706-8787. Again, 720-706-8787. You can also catch our other shows, previous shows, on our website, which is h wealth.org that's hwealth.org under the radio section you can also find out a little bit more about us on our website you can also request a book from us whose retirement is it anyway on that same web website or you can just give us a call now and request a book as well a copy of our book well that's what i meant that, hey i'm still a little that, over this little college thing i just i don't think i'm gonna get in my head, head my head's not in the game <laughs> Lori is a college graduate by the way well, that doesn't so, mean I went to the basketball games. You were on camp. You you were a four year student of the same college, the CSU Rams, right? You yes, thought that was, I was only their football team. Troy, I'm still trying to figure this out. In my head. I <laughs> okay, mean... we're gonna let. She's got Our steam kids. coming out of her her microphone there. In her ear, <laughs> this is hurt her my headset, head for a morning. So, uh, moving along. Moving along. <laughs> now you kids, I, do I have to separate you? Now let's settle down. Oh man, this this is really not a laughing matter. But the, the next topic I'm bringing up here because oh, it's dear. affecting all of us. But uh, the uh, consumer price index for February was up almost eight percent from a year ago. Mm -hmm. These are new numbers from the labor department. Uh, of course, gas, groceries, housing were the biggest contributors to that, and it's it's been rising for a few months now. Former chairman of the Council of Economic Advisors, Kevin Hassett, weighed in on Fox Business about these new numbers. 
you know, looking at the CPI release, I actually try to shy away from the year over year number, which is a thing that's the 7.9. Mm -hmm. I like to look at the last few months because it's the last few months that tell you the current trajectory. And frankly, we're at 10% inflation right now. Uh, and, and so we're looking at, you know, Joe Biden has given us Jimmy Carter's America in so many ways. Uh, but the inflation picture and the economic outlook are really about as bad as I can remember them being since I was in college. Everywhere we turn, inflation is there. This just in, by the way. Uh, yeah. What, what adjustments <laughs> should those that are those of us that are either in retirement or, or near getting to retirement, what adjustments should we be making on our day to day and long term budgeting to, to combat this inflation we're seeing? Well, there's a lot of folks that are blessed enough to where they can absorb that right for a time. But then you get to a certain point where you're like, all right, this is this is I'm noticing this like daily. And in that clip, the important piece that I took from that clip that you just played, Bill, was, yeah, it's seven point nine, nearly eight percent year over year. But if we look at the things that that we spend the money on the most, for example, gas prices from January 3rd through March 7th was up 24%. That's not 7.9%, right? That's 24%. And it's, it's gone up since then. I mean, now it's to the point where when we turn on the morning news, it's how much did it go up from yesterday? And that's just fuel. So, you know, as it relates to the average investor, if you're, you know, getting ready or already living off of your saved resources, your IRAs or your Roth IRAs, or your 401ks, your para, whatever it is, uh, you know, unlike Social Security, your income in retirement doesn't always come with that three, four, five percent cost of living adjustment annually. But the cost of living adjustment is always there for us right at the grocery store at the gas pump buying uh, you know a, an airline ticket and so that's one of the components that many folks overlook is does my plan have that built in social security has it right so uh, if they average two to three percent cost of living adjustment per year well that's great but how many folks especially here in denver and, and in the great state of colorado are living just on social security right so social security was never meant to be you know, end all retirement plan. Yep, I'm turning on Social Security. I can afford to retire. Not in this state. And so it takes your other assets to fill that income gap. But is that outside income? Is it invested properly to guarantee you those cost of living increases so and you, adjustments? You know, when, when we do people's portfolio reviews or when they come in and say they want to review a financial review or retirement view, uh, review, it's not like we just willy nilly everything and, and spitball stuff. We actually do like black and white reports. There's other stuff that's integrated in our recommendations. And in some of those reports, we can put like income reports, income forecasting reports, we can put cost of living adjustments in there. So for Social Security, for federal um, retirees, we can factor in COLA. I mean, our reports can do that. So it's real time and real life that when you're recommending a portfolio review that we do exercise these, you know, these reports that are not just out of air, they are using real numbers. Yeah, so so we always start with analysis. We wanna analyze what you have, sort of, uh, you know, build a, a report card for it so we can sort of see that, you know, are there any red flags that, that don't align with your goals and where you're at right now in your life? And 
and those reports and those tools help guide us. But the real question that many of you may be thinking is, okay, that's great. The report can say that, yeah, here's a 3% COLA or 4% cost of living adjustment each year. How do I get that? What financial tools or products give me that? And we have a, as a fiduciary firm, we have a large portfolio of and variety of financial products, not just stocks and bonds, right? Which we also advise on and recommend, but other assets that are built for income in retirement. Oh yeah, and cost of living adjustments, because the fact of the matter is the world we live in today, more so than even if we go back a decade where we've been really existing in an environment of no to, to very low inflation, right? And now all of a sudden it is hyperinflation and I retire today. Well, if I need $75,000 to live on today, and if my lifestyle doesn't change in 12 months, 24 months, or 36 months, that same lifestyle, do you think it's gonna cost more? It's going to cost more, that's a given. And so most folks will agree, I truly believe, that uh, low inflation is not around the corner again. It's, it's this high inflationary environment is here to stay for a bit. So baking that into the cake is very important, but we do take that into consideration, but it takes the right financial tools and products to build that plan. So if you want a report run for you, or if you want you know an analysis done for you, it's not gonna cost you anything. So you may as well take the opportunity, especially now to do something like that. You can give us a call for us to recommend something to you and it's complimentary, completely complimentary. It's just just cost you a phone call at 720-706-8787, 720-706-8787. So, Bill, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I know you, you've got an, another piece here, but I've, I've got a question for you. Mm -hmm. So when we were just, you know, 24 months ago, whatever, uh, you know, coming out of the COVID lockdowns and everybody was really kind of you know, dealing with cabin fever, being around family all the time, working from home. And I remember distinctly that all of a sudden, one of the uh, main uh, topics of conversation around the water coolers uh, and among friends was planning their next vacation because everybody canceled their travel plans in 2020, right? Planes weren't flying. Yep. Did you guys, have you had a, a nice vacation since COVID that's like, gosh, we haven't taken a vacation in a couple of years. And did you, have you taken that vacation? Uh, yeah, we, we're, we've been able to sneak in a week. Okay. How much time, and obviously you guys were excited about looking forward to it. How much time did you put into that plan to that vacation? Oh, well, with my wife, it's, it's quite a bit of time. She likes to research everything and, and everything yeah. about where we're going. Okay. So I, I say that because I've said many times that unfortunately people will spend more time planning a two-week vacation than they will a 30-year retirement. And people are excited like, boy, yeah, we've been looking, this resort looks great. We checked into that and the flight and, you know, I mean, they've got every component accounted for. And while we're there, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And it's going to cost that. And we, you know, if we're traveling abroad, should we, you know, exchange our currency? I mean, everything is planned to a T for a two-week vacation. Yet, folks will transition from 30 years working into a 20, 30, 40-year retirement without putting as much planning and effort into it. Because it's not as much fun. Well, 
Maybe, but it's not fun being retired without a plan either. It's true. And so my point is, is just be, being proactive. And if anything good comes out of the headwinds that we're dealing with around the world right now and in our great country, the good thing is maybe it will call you to action and say, you know what, maybe I better not wait until, you know, if I look at my, my 401k statement and I'm down $75,000 right now, should I wait and take action when I'm down 150? I'm not saying that'll happen, but what I'm saying is, is maybe you can use that as a call to action, a wake up call to at least start the process of exploring, am I where I should be? Do I have enough safe assets in my overall plan? Or is everything subject to market risk right now? And so if, if those questions are questions that are eating at you right now that you've been wondering about, well, maybe you're hearing this for a reason. Maybe now's a good time to jot down the number and give us a phone call and say nothing more than, hey, caught you on the radio. I think now's a really good time for me to come in for a complimentary review, see where I'm at. Am I pointed in the right direction? Or maybe do I need to make a couple of adjustments if this thing lasts a little bit longer, if these headwinds persist? So meet our team because it's a, it's a great, it's a sizable team. We just, we can't do everything ourselves. We have a fantastic team behind us. But give us a call, 720-706-8787, 720-706-8787, or request one online at hwealth.org. And, you know, you were talking before, Troy, about your thoughts that, and most of our thoughts, really, that inflation isn't going away anytime soon. And in that same Fox Business uh, spot that he was on, Kevin Hassett was also asked about his insight on the economy as we're moving forward. You know, there are so many key things that affect the global economy that have been impacted by this war in Ukraine, like the price of corn, the price of grains, because if corn's expensive, you switch to wheat. All that kind of stuff is going to make the March number way, way worse than this. And so what we're doing is we're looking at inflation that's out of control at a time when the economy is sort of headed towards a recession. We've got this runaway inflation and a weakening economy. You know, I think even first quarter GDP is looking like it's going to be negative. One reason yeah. why I think that the odds of recession are getting, you know, above 50 percent is that, you know, you get a couple of negative quarters in a row, then you're in a recession. And the first quarter is yeah. low enough right now in the real time data that we have that it's plausibly negative or at least really close to zero. And so that's like, All you know, right. the first half uh, of the start of a recession. Well, so nothing but good news. Um, (laughs) I mean, do do you think that we need to prepare ourselves mentally also uh, by making adjustments to prepare for a recession on top of everything else that's happening? I think that investors should be prepared for that, even if it's not on the horizon, because the fact of the matter is we can all look at the history tables. We can look at the history books and see that it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when. And hopefully this, you know, we, we get past this. We're a resilient people, um, and you know we can we can trust in in the goodness of people, and and hopefully we can get past this without turning that corner into a recession. But at the end of the day, even if everything is good, are you prepared for the unexpected? I mean, again, I go back to 2008. How many folks were prepared for what was about to happen to them in 2008? Fortunes were lost, and yes, fortunes were made but typically by your professional investors, not by your average everyday uh, investor, that um, they didn't have the nerve to start buying when the market's 50% down, right? And so now that we're faced with the prospect of a recession, 
Now is the time, and I'll be very specific, maybe it's time to revisit your asset allocation. Well, Troy, I, I mean, I've got, you know, a family and mutual funds. I'm not really, what do you mean? I'm talking your allocation between safe, S-A-F-E, safe assets and growth assets. If all of your money is in growth assets invested in the market, it's all at risk, just at varying levels of risk, right? And so there are some very, very good principal protected investment strategies out there. And right now the folks that have them, they're really happy they have them. And listen, these are types of uh, financial investment products that that maybe aren't that sexy in the 2019s and, you know, the latter half of 2020 when the market is robust. And they're like, gosh, I only got 5% in this. And, you know, my, my, my growth assets did, you know, 18, 20, 22%. Well, now, you know what they're saying? Gosh, I'm up 4% and I'm really happy with this. It's not bumping around every day in the market. So I think revisiting your asset allocation, uh, revisiting the reality of a risk taker, the type of investor that you are at this time in your life is more important than ever. You know, having a portfolio that has a, a well-managed mixed bag of, say, of, of risk-based like investments portfolios and having annuities in there too. We've, we've talked to the past few weeks about people asking about annuities, especially in this, this time that we're in. If you have questions about annuities, not your grandmother's old annuity, but about what is real and what is new, not annuitization, but annuities, give us a call. Let us help navigate that territory for you. But you can give us a call 720-706-8787 and we'd be happy to navigate the waters for you. Sounds like a plan to me. That that phone call and, and the, the free financial checkup you guys do seems like a no-brainer. And if there's somebody that knows stuff about no-brains, that would be me. So <laughs> give the folks at it. Hampshire Wealth Management a call as soon as you possibly can. It could be the smartest thing you do today. Troy and Lori, always a pleasure. Uh, I love when Likewise. we get together. I learn a lot. And uh, <laughs> go Wyoming Cowboy Ram Buffaloes. <laughs> there you hey, go. Thanks, Bill. God mm. bless you. Thank you, Bill. We'll talk to you all next week. All right, have, have a good a one. been listening to the dollars and cents radio show investment advisory services offered through hampshire wealth management llc a registered investment advisor in the states of colorado and arizona insurance products and services offered through hampshire group incorporated hampshire wealth management llc and hampshire group incorporated are affiliated companies